Welcome to Life at Hobridge School, the podcast where we speak to pupils, staff and parents to find out what it's really like. Every week we'll be talking to one of the members of the school community to hear real stories of life in the school. And today we're talking to Jo Hewitt, a mum of four pupils. So she really is someone who knows the school inside out. In this episode, we speak to her about how to choose which school is right for your children, how to manage everyday life and the school, including how to manage the school run, and we explore some of the opportunities available to pupils at Hobridge School. Tracy Clark Sullivan flies us into the home of Jo Hewitt so you can hear what she has to say. Come with us as we step inside to catch up with her now. Jo Hewitt, you've been a parent at Hobridge for quite some time now. What is it about the school that all four of your boys have enjoyed the most? Um, without doubt, the sport. Um, all four of them have enjoyed the sport tremendously. The music also. Um, but also just, I think, the school itself. They've all made lovely friendship circles and have met other lovely kids. Um you know, they're very fond of lots of the teachers and it's just a nice place that they enjoy going. But um, certainly with four boys, yeah, without doubt, it's a sport. And the fact that they have them outdoors for so much of the day. Tell us just a little bit more about your boys. What ages are they? Um, Well, my eldest is 16. Um, Next one is just coming up for 14. So they're both at secondary school. I think Holly, our eldest, joined Hoebridge in September 2008. So many, many years ago. And then we've still got Jack and Sam at Hobridge. Jack's in year six and Sam's in year four. Jack is due to leave in September of this year. And then we'll have Sam there for a couple of years. And then, yes. um, And then sadly, yeah, that'll be us done. Oh, so a long involvement. Can you tell me how things have changed over the years? Um, Well, we've seen different headmasters. Um, So when Ollie was moving into the prep school, um, Mr. Barr left, he retired, and um, Nick Arkell joined. Um, we've subsequently said goodbye to Mr. Arkell and Mr. Webster has joined. Um, we've had a new headmistress in pre-prep, although all my kids were out of pre-prep by the time that change occurred. And, you know, various changes around the school. There's been lots of development. There's a great big new performing arts centre, There's um, new DT um, classrooms, um, forest school and, you know, the estates being developed to sort of accommodate, you know, much more outdoor learning for the kids. Um, I think the pastoral care, you know, that package that is available for the pupils and the parents has all been improved a lot, you know, in the time that we've been there. You know, all all sorts of changes, you know, but as I say, over many years. The forest school sounds exciting. Yeah, the kids love it. The, um, you know, and it, it, it just gets the it just gets the kids outdoors. So, you know, the, the, you know, there's the forest school, there's the adventure playground, um, you know, and it just gets it gets the kids outside and, you know, looking at, you know, changes in seasons in nature. You know, they've got these great, great big, you know, facilities to to explore and enjoy um, and it's just a different way of, you know, of learning for the kids. And I think it really, really engages them. Certainly mine really love it. But then mine are happy to be out in all weather. And, you know, and the teachers just get them dressed up. And I think they go out and they do campfires. They do all sorts of really interesting, exciting things with them. And lots of quite dirty, messy things that you wouldn't necessarily choose to be doing at home with them, which is also a bonus. <laughs> um 
When you were deciding which school to send your children to, what kind of challenges did, did you face both sort of previously and now, as it were? I have to admit with our eldest that we were fairly clueless. Um, there were, I mean, I, I think we've got, a, we're, we're very lucky in this area in that we've got, you know, some very good, you know, prep schools. Um, Hobridge stood out to us because of its its grounds, you know, which, which are just fabulous. Um, but we sort of, we, di we didn't really know what we were doing. And we went to the advice of friends and we had um, two sets of very good friends that already had their kids in the school. Some friends had their three boys at the school and some other friends had their um, son and daughter at the school. And they highly recommended the school to us. Um, so I registered Ollie there, our eldest, um, and truth be told, the first time I went to the school was for his induction day for nursery when he was three years old, I think. And, you know, I think it was probably some of the best advice that we've ever had. The school has been absolutely perfect for our kids. You know, and every time I go there, I'm reminded of what a happy place it is for them. Um, and, you know, you know, you just see them, you know, outdoors and, you know, they, they, they've just been really happy there. They've really, really enjoyed their time at the school. Um, so it was, um, you know, it was it was really good advice. Um, you know, thank goodness. And it's worked out brilliantly. Um, and also there's things, you know, that you can't anticipate when you've got this very tiny baby. You know, when you, I think you're looking for your first school in terms of, you know, what, what potentially they're going to enjoy, you know, when they're a bit older. But Hobridge has, has you know, has, has had everything available and more for our kids. And, you know, in a really, really nurturing, supportive environment, you know, in which all four of them, you know, have thrived. Um, the move to secondary school is obviously quite terrifying first time round. Um, but we had a huge amount of support from Nick Arkell, who was the previous headmaster at the time, who provided really, really fabulous advice for us and had thought of different things that actually my husband and I, we, ha we hadn't even occurred to us in terms of which schools were going to be the best fit for our child. And it was a really, really reassuring exercise in that our kids now in secondary have ended up at exactly the right school again for them and you know and it's a school again that is going to accommodate all four of our children really really well and you know and that's as a result of you know the advice of Nick Arkell who you know helped us out at the time you know with you know when we were looking you know to apply to secondary schools. Is there a specific thing that that, that stands out to you that you would say to parents look when you are choosing you must think of this or maybe a couple of things that they must think of? I think location is obviously a key factor. I think you want to make your logistics as easy and straightforward as possible. But also I think it just needs to... I think you've, you've got to go with your gut feel to a degree and you just want somewhere that you feel fairly confident that your child is going to be really, really well cared for. And I think Hobridge has provided that for our kids. Um, you know, the, teach, the teachers all genuinely, genuinely care about the kids and their well-being. And, you know, and you need that, I think, and therefore your child to be happy in order for them to thrive and, and you know, and achieve the very best that they're capable of. 
Yes, you mentioned talking uh, and having recommendations from other people. Would you recommend people to do that? Perhaps talk to other parents before they made any decisions? Yeah, I, th- I think so, because I think, um, I think ultimately you can look round a school and you, you, you don't know you don't know whether it's going to be exactly the right place for your kids. So I think any kind of, you know, information gathering, I think is really, really worthwhile. I think, you know, the more information you have, the better. Um, And certainly for, you know, current parents that are in, you know, in a school, I think are going to be able to, you know, give you an insight that, you know, from an open morning or, you know, open day, you, you, you know, you're not going to be able to gather that. Um, so, yeah, I, w- I would say you speak to as many people as you possibly can. So just turning to uh, your own experiences at the moment, um, the morning school run must have its uh, challenges for you. Uh, how do you cope with it? And do you have any other tips for uh, for parents who uh, might be wanting to make that task a little easier? Um, I think this is where the location obviously comes. You know, you know if, if it's reasonably local, it helps. Um I was very lucky in that my husband um, started working from home for um, a couple of years ago. So now we can have, you know, two cars on the road morning and afternoon. Um, before that, it, it would be fair to say that it was all reasonably stressful and actually often, un- you know, just not achievable. I would say you need to be as organised as you can possibly manage, um, have as much done um, the night before I do think with bigger families, I think the kids tend to sort of, you know, be be a bit more independent. The boys always knew exactly what was required of them in the mornings. You know, I was very fortunate in that everybody was always extremely cooperative, which helped enormously. <laughs> um, but also, you just can't physically be in two places at the same time. And so we we just had to do our best. And it often meant you know, especially when we were split across two schools, that somebody was a wee bit late or, you know, somebody was a wee bit early. But the schools have certainly always been completely accommodating and understanding in, you know, and, and, you know, and I think you can only do your best. And I think it's far more important that everybody gets to where they need to be in the right frame of mind, instead of being completely stressed and frazzled by the time they get there and not in the right frame of mind to be starting their day. Um, so, yeah, I think you just do your best and nobody can ask any more of that. And as long as everybody's got a smile on the face, I think you're in good shape. Yeah, and it sounds like the school are very accommodating. Well, as we said before, you've had kind of an extensive knowledge of the, the school. Is there anything, any particular highlights that stand out to you during the time that the boys have been there? There have been all sorts of sort of incredible things and incredible opportunities that the boys have had. You know, um, sporting and musical um, a couple of the boys um, performed in a, a huge recital with with um, with other schools um, in a concert up near Sloan Square a couple of years ago. All sorts of sort of musical opportunities, but this the sport they they've really enjoyed. We've done rounders tournaments up in different parts of the countries. We've done. I think we did the rounders tournament. I think the kids were away overnight for that. I think that was in the north up near Birmingham, somewhere they've done, you know, hockey tournaments, football tournaments. My third um, was put forward for trials alongside a number of his um, pals from school to play for the Surrey Prep Schools in um, 
a huge tournament in Gothenburg, which is due to take place this July. We shall see if that happens. But he and a load of his pals all got through for that, which, I mean, if it happens, will be absolutely fantastic for them. But also just the the house events are amazing at the school and just watching the kids, you know, performing, you know, and competing for their houses and, you know, the encouragement and, you know, the enthusiasm that they all have, you know, for you know, the events and the success of their, of their mates is, is, you know, is really, is really quite special, I think. It's, um, there've been, there've been lots and lots of highlights, you know, that the kids have all, you know, the kids have all really enjoyed and, you know, in concerts, musical concerts, the, the, the array of things that they offer is, is really incredible. The kids are very, very lucky. Well, I feel absolutely exhausted just listening to you, Joe, having to split your time between everybody. But uh, no doubt you, you think it's all been worth it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, and sometimes you sort of you get to the end of the day and you think, wow, you know, um, we did quite well today with various logistics. Um, I think when they've all left home, I think we'll be bored stiff. <laughs> It'll be very quiet. Yeah, it will be. It'll be hideous. Uh, yeah, as it was actually when they went back to school after the homeschooling, you know, we, we sort of returned to a, a very quiet house during the day. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, all, all, all the, you know, the logistics and, you know, all absolutely worth it. Um, yeah. And as I say, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll miss it all. I, I do sometimes wonder that when, in fact, my youngest leaves Hobridge, I think I'll probably rock up there just by accident you know, perhaps in the morning or the afternoon, just sort of setting off from home without thinking, you know, having done it for so many years, I'll arrive there and think, what on earth am I doing here? You know, engage, engage brain, you know. Um, I'm sure they'll be pleased to welcome you as well. I think they'll think I'm a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, it's been lovely of you to join us today and uh, to get a bit of an insight to what it's like to, uh, to be a parent on, on the other side of the school boundary. So thank you for your time. That's a pleasure. That's a pleasure. Thank you. So that was Joe Hewitt, mum of four boys and someone who knows the school very well. Thank you, Joe, for coming on to the podcast episode. And if you have any questions as a result of anything that she said, then please do get in touch with the school. The website is hopebridgeschool.co.uk or you can telephone 01483 760018. That's 01483 760018. And the staff will always be happy to help you. Now, our next episode is going to be out soon, so to ensure that you don't miss that, it might be sensible to follow or subscribe, and then you'll receive a small notification the moment that episode comes out. But until then, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Bye for now.